Hey everybody, I'm Lauren. I'm Emma. And you're listening to The Oak View. Hello everybody. Hi guys. Hi Emma. Hey Lauren, how are you? Welcome back to another episode of The Oak View. We're so happy to be here and Emma and I are excited to talk because this is now our like session yes. of catching up. Yes, yes. We've decided that this is the time that we're just going to just, you know, this is what we're doing. We're going to just sit together. We're going to chat. We're going to catch up on the week. We are high energy. We're ready to go because I told we're her. We're high energy. We did a couple woos before we started. Yeah, I we, got a little, I got too far into a dance party right before we, did. we started We did talking. We were, we were just kind of jamming a little bit, but you I, know. I accidentally let the time pass. That's okay. Me, so it's all good. I feel okay, like we need also, to tell people about that. We need to post a, one a video that I want to say to you really fast okay. is that to all the people who don't record a podcast <laughs> number one I'm jealous of you <laughs> <laughs> number two <laughs> that's rough that's so funny yeah basically basically what she's saying the pressure is don't do it. the pressure of getting your voice ready to record I never clear my throat so much in a in yep. the period of time than the half hour before we hit go. Yep. The amount of water. Literally, I, I go my, my whole life not thinking about it. My no, mouth is so fine. True. I could talk. I literally talk all day yeah. at work. Like no, I know. It's uh, so ch- crazy. Chit chat, present, yeah. train, blah blah blah, yep. blah 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 blah. Yep. You don't even think about it. I can just go and go and go. But then a half hour before we start recording, I'm like, oh, I'm parched. Oh my gosh, my mouth is dry. Oh, I need water. And then you <laughs> do like a gallon of water. Yep. And then by the end of recording, yep. I'm like, I have to pee. That's and so funny. we can cut that out. Nobody no, I love that. that. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's 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 raw info right there. That's Lauren at but her like the state. pressure is isn't that so true though? Yeah. I like clear my throat like ten thousand times. No, it is and true. It's so true. For what? For my podcast voice. Yeah, of course. Nobody's emailed us and told us whose voice is more soothing. Yeah, what, what's going that's on? That's what guys? I, that's what we want to know. We really asked. That's you what to we want to know. We really Tweet need us. you to tell Lauren that it's me. <laughs> <laughs> too funny yeah no we've been doing really well with uh just trying to come with energy and i don't know it's crazy it's almost the end of july and i was like where did the year go don't even talk about it i'm talking about it i can't believe it's almost over i can't believe we're halfway through 21 and it's just it needs to go it just needs to go it's fine i agree i agree well lauren i just wanted to give a special shout out this week to my parents that's nice. Yeah, I know. It's so random. But I just want to say every year we as a family normally go to the Wisconsin Dells. I know lame, really. It's not the best, but it's it's our thing. We've been doing it for a decade. It's not lame for people in Wisconsin, Illinois. <laughs> yeah, correct. It's fairly normal. And the Midwest area. Correct. It's very, very normal. It's very Midwestern kind of thing to do. So anyways, we go to the Dells every year and we usually go on my parents' anniversary weekend. And it happens to also be my dad's birthday. So we're giving a big shout out right now to my parents. They just hit 43 years, man. Like, can you Happy imagine? Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, mom and dad. But the reason why I brought this up is because I don't know about you guys, but something about my family is like we're very attached to like a identity of legacy and how to maintain that over time and how to like really keep that alive for when they're gone and when like the kids are older. And when you say legacy, do you mean like tradition? Well, I mean, like a lot of things like what would you imagine leaving behind to your family 
to remember you as besides an image, right? So technology is something that is really advanced now that we can really utilize the voices of our families and like the stories that they tell and share. So I decided with my sisters that we were going to put together this book and every week for the next year, they're going to answer questions that is going to be put into this book and put into like a story format so that we can have all of the stuff that they share with us for years to come. That's so sweet. It's a lot of work, but I I got the idea from this company and I'm not going to mention them because we don't have sponsorship. But um, <laughs> I got this idea from a company that does something very similar. But I thought, if it's going to be personal, I really want to ask the questions. I really want to know the things that I want to know about my parents. And something that, like, I don't know if I've already mentioned this, but I'm really into genealogy. And, like, my parents are giving me free reign to, like, dig deep, dive into the family history, really learn about our family. So we were like, what a better way to do it than have them tell it for us, like have them tell their story. So how... do they have to answer the questions or you? No, they're going to. So like we put together like a list of a hundred and some questions and I'm going to send it to them once a week. So you're going to be like happy anniversary. I hear let me grill you. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's fun stuff too. So it doesn't just range from like, you know, where did you grow up and what was your childhood like? It was like, can you describe the first date you had with mom? And where was that's it? That's cute. And it's just like to hear so that gonna, perspective. So they're going to write it weekly? Like Yeah, that's the goal. The goal is that I'm going to have them, you know, fill out a sheet and, you know, answer the questions that are prompted for that week. They can tell. And then you're going to put it all together correct. at the end of the year. Yep. And we're going to compile so it. That's so cute. Yeah. And you can even like make the automated emails or something. That's exactly what I'm going like to do. You can write them literally all out. Yes, I'm literally going to do that. I'm going to take a, a time. I'm going to. It's going to start this coming weekend. And um, they're going to get them and they'll have, you know, a week or two to answer. That's so fun. It's going to be a lot of work, but I really honestly think it's going to be beneficial and it's really going to, I don't know. I think know. that they'll like that too. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, my dad, and you know that he's a big storyteller. So he's always trying to like tell you about something that he did back in the day and something that he was, you know, football related with high school or college or something. So I was like, if... This is how we're going to remember these stories that are so quirky and relatable to our family. I definitely can't imagine that, like, my sister's kids, you know, my future family wouldn't want something like this to be like, oh, yeah, my great grandparents or my grandparents or something. Yeah, and that's just fun. Yeah, absolutely. That's very cool. So I'm excited. You know what we leave behind? Um, Our ashes. This this podcast. This podcast. This is our gift. That's to the world. an interesting thing to think about. Do you think that if we never ever upload ever again, will it be here for the next ten years? What do you mean? It's on the internet. Of course it will. I know, but like, do you think anyone would ever delete it? Things that are on the internet never leave the internet. Mm. Doesn't that like, you can scary. never truly get rid of something. That's why right. you don't upload scandalous photos on the internet. Yeah, because there's a data center in no, Arizona. I, I know what you mean, like and that. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But that'd be interesting to discover. Like, this is our legacy, right, for our families to listen to. Be like, my my grandma was yeah. crazy. And she had a podcast with her bestie. They're going to have to, like, convert it to some new form of technology right. or whatever. Podcasts are probably going to not even be popular. They're going to be so lame. I don't know. Or they're going to be like, oh, what were the most popular podcasts in 2010s and 2020s? And it's going to be like true crime. Like, right, right. Won't even they're like, be like what, what, why? Like, no wonder they were so messed up, those millennials that's or so whatever. Funny. That's I don't so know. Funny. Yeah, I mean, I think part of the best part of doing this with you is knowing that, like, if anyone ever has any question about me, if you ever want to learn about me, I'll tell you exactly what episode you can go to and you can really figure it out for yourself. 
just explore. Let my best friend explain it to you. <laughs> I can detail. honestly feel like in excruciating that would be a detail. In excruciating detail, <laughs> where it's so painful that Lauren is cringing and crying on the other end. It's fine. It's fine. Why do we like doing this again? <laughs> well, because we love each other. I'm just kidding. At work, I'm like, oh, I do have a. Po- I'll make jokes about like whatever a podcast, and I'll be like, oh, I actually do have a podcast. Like, I shouldn't say that. I'm like, but please don't look it up. Like, I'll be embarrassed. <laughs> I think. I think the craziest thing is that people at my job listen to it. Which is like, I can't even think about it. I'm like, if you do listen to it and you do find it, just don't tell me when you listen to it um, because I can't handle it. Well, it's like they get more vulnerable and they get more specific as the time has gone on. And I'm like, I can't believe that people know this about me. Like, good for you guys. Thank you for listening. Here is everything. And and thank you for not mentioning it to me. Yeah. Thank you for not posting it on the internet and tagging me and being like, I'm a loser. (laughs) But you know what's funny? I, people bullying us. Yeah. That would be so sad. Oh, my people God. We would cry. <laughs> Maybe that's why we're really happy that we only have like 40 people that listen Maybe, to us a week. People are going to tweet at us. Neither of your voices are soothing. I'm like, you can fuck off. <laughs> Anyways, I thought it was funny that what you just said because um, I'm thinking, you know how like I've been talking about like trying to date again? If I tell my future date that I have a podcast and they start listening to it, what if they start to use my podcast against They're going to catch up on your life. They're like, going to know, know more so about much. you than you know about them. They're going to be like, hey, I, I found out that you have a peanut allergy and you're a Virgo. I'd be like, I didn't put that on my profile. <laughs> How did you know about <laughs> that? You know, that kind of thing. Like those little silly things that oh, happen. Man. That's hilarious. Um, Also... Not going to brag or toot my horn or anything, but like this week has been really rough at work and I've had a lot of projects coming and going and going, you know, out to bed and whatnot. But it was really nice to get, um, we, you know, we print our sets when we're going through it to mark them up and make sure that we're ready to go and when we actually go to bed. And go to bid, not bed. Sorry, not bed. Did I say bed? I meant, I, I said bid. I don't know, it kind of sounded like it. Well, I, I was given my own set to go over for the weekend, so and I don't really usually bring them home, but I was sitting at my desk, and I was, like, going through it, and I was, like, really proud of myself. You know, like, this is the first big project that I've been on, and um, I've really seen it all the way through and from the beginning, and it's just been really rewarding to, to see a finished product in hand and get really excited about what it's going to look like and be. That's so exciting. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's awesome. I'm really happy. So it's been an interesting time. How have you been? What's going on with you? Do you have any uh, cool things that you've been doing right now? Like any big company projects, any global things that you've been working on? My work has been going well. Nothing really exciting or crazy happening. I'm at kind of like a low point in my projects. I'm waiting on other people to get back to me. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting on some advisement on next steps, this and that. Um, And so when my projects are at a low, I usually just do a lot of like organizing, getting, getting my act together, making sure everything's ready for those things, following up with people, doing all like the little tasks and, you know, dabbling in what other side things are going Mm -hmm. on. And so I keep myself busy. I feel like that's something that's really responsible for you because you're a manager now. So like you really got to be prepared for the next thing. Honestly, I love those the times where you can get really organized because I mean the more you can get your ducks in a row and everything lined up like the better you look later on because Mm -hmm. then when you're having meetings 
you're not like digging for this information or whatever. You're like, oh, I have it right here. Let me share my screen or whatever. Right. Yeah. That's and they're so like, true. oh, wow, Lauren, when did you do this? And be like, I'm amazing. So, you know. You know, I wonder if, like, I don't really think people realize how big of a difference that makes, especially when it comes to like being prepared and being prepared for other people, right? So if you're going into a meeting with a lot of people that are looking to you with an answer or some sort of solution, or this is a brainstorming session, really come prepared. Bring all your crap with you. Like, get it, get it and ready. I will say the caveat to that is that you have to be smart about it, right? So the goal is not to do a bunch of work in vain and then have it not be asked for, have right. it not be used, right. and then you just wasted all of that time. You really have to think about what's critical, what do I know that they're going to ask me that I should be prepared for, and then what can I work on? But honestly, it's, I know it's going to change the second I get into that meeting, so maybe I'm not going to put 100% into that because I'm just going to get the baseline down because my direction is going to come from that meeting. So I have to wait for that, right? So right. I'm not going to exactly. put my heart and soul into something. Exactly. I think it's really about being clever. Like I always like to say, you know, work smart, not hard, you know. And mm -hmm. some days you have to work hard to be smart, you know, just to prepare for those <laughs> moments. But it's it's just, it's so, it's so important. Like even just right now, like um, I have this booklet that I'm working on for um, a client that's coming up next week. And I'm just, you know, getting renderings ready to go. I'm getting notes put on. I'm, I'm making sure elevations and everything is measured correctly. You know, it looks nice. And honestly, the prep work of that is making sure it looks clean and nice. And then we can actually get into the nitty gritty details of like, how is this organized? What does it look like? Yes. You know, absolutely. Because it's, it's so hard to, to explain something or go through a project or even just kind of wrap up the idea without having it set out in front of you, written down, you know, take notes, make sure you're really observing, asking questions in mm -hmm. your head as you go. And honestly, if I didn't have the experience that I have right now, I don't even know what I would do. Like, I, I, we always talk about this, right? You and me, we're always talking about how, you know, it, it changes over time, everything, you know, gets better. And you know, you, you, you learn more, you, you learn better. Um, yes. But I know that you're in a low and I know what that feels like because like I'm in a peak season, right? This is construction season. Like we're... So you're busy. We're busy. We're going out to bid with most of our stuff starting mostly the time like we get new projects that come in around now and then we're also constructing. So things from the winter time or last summer, they're actually in motion again. So it's just, it's really great. It's a, it's a great cycle. That's kind of fun. Yeah, I think High so. High energy. Yeah. Everything is like a... Um, where it's not like killing you. Correct. And like this week was killing me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I, my coworker... Uh, I mean, it happens. Yeah, it does. It really does. And you can't be mad about it. You know, you learn from the struggle. But um, this my coworker was like, you look like you're going to throw up. I was like... Oh, no. I have been working. Like, Keep it to yourself, Brenda. Yeah, for real. You know what? <laughs> That's hilarious. You look tired. All right. Yeah, good for you. Thank you. Thank you for observing the obvious. I didn't realize we were in a beauty contest right. at work here. I was like, didn't Thank know you. that my salary depended on my face. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just like little things um, that, you know, really just make it good or make it bad. Did I mention this on the podcast before? Please stop me if I did. Okay. But right now at work, I'm at this cool point where I'm I'm realizing that People are now asking me questions, oh. right? I have I have answers that people need rather than me always being the one asking others questions, right? And I kind of, I have a 
a job near now where I can have really broad conversations about how do we keep engagement up? How do we, some larger projects about production, about Mm -hmm. um, the manufacturing environment, about human development with uh, our employees, et cetera. Yeah. And those conversations and those projects that come out of that are very fun and very challenging and very like, I I don't know. I I like the mindset of that and how it makes you critically think. Absolutely. And you know, to relate to that, um, the, the current project that I'm doing, my, my, my job captain, who's I report to with what I'm doing, he basically was like, here, have this at your desk. You know, this, this project is done basically have this at your desk and refer to it. You know, when you're questioning whether or not how you do certain things, use it. And then when we get new interns and they have questions, use that. And I was like, Right, because I, oh, that's so nice. I'm not an intern anymore. Got it. <laughs> I was like, and then I looked at him. I was like, I want to have your job soon. He goes, uh huh. I was like, <laughs> get ready, I'm coming. Ha ha ha. That's so funny. That's so funny. That's awesome, Lauren. What did you want to tell the people today? Well, Emma, you were talking about dating earlier. I was, and this is a topic that we've been talking about talking about. We have, we haven't, but have been putting it off and yep. we tried once and failed. We did. And is today the day? It might be. It really is. I'm ready. I'm pumped. My voice is loud. You're nervous. I can tell. I, yeah, you can, because it's about me. I'm, I'm nervous because I don't want to talk about me like this, but it's fine. Obviously, we're not talking about my dating life. I am married. Well, we could talk about your dating life. Sure. We'll get to if it. If that makes you feel better. It will. If, that makes you, feel if you don't contribute, I will feel like So that. speaking of dating um, <laughs> earlier, much earlier in this episode, we're going to take you through a journey, Emma's journey. Jesus <laughs> and, and I'm going to take you through it. Lauren is going to walk Hello, you through Hello, I am your tour guide to dating in the real world now that you're an adult featuring you. my bestie, Emma. Okay. Setting the story. A long, long time ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is great already. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Emma doesn't... I'm, I'm nervous to describe this because Emma doesn't like how I say this. Okay, no, growing up. sound horrible. All right. Shocker. It, okay, nobody's even going to be surprised by this. As you can probably... <laughs> like, like, literally, I'm going to say this and everyone's going to be like, yep, that yep. checks out with everything that they've said. All right. Growing up. Emma was very sure of herself. She knew what she wanted. She was like adventurous, um, et cetera. So middle school-ish time frame through high school-ish time frame, she was a relationship person. Everybody knows a relationship person, yeah, somebody who's I'm always in a relationship. In she, she was. She was that kid in the group. And that's fine. We love those people. Great for them. Thank you. You know? Thank you. I'm I'm here now. Some people enjoy that, and they I, yes. they need that. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> well, no, I'm I'm I don't say that in a bad way. I I think I need to know what you mean by need. Like I need to be loved, or I need to have oh. people. That's what I need. Okay, to know. maybe need's not the right word. Like I. That's just, just. Do you think there was like a codependency? Oh, thing? absolutely. You think? Yeah. Keep painting. The I picture. think that Let's you were just like having fun. Like I think you were just like. Yeah, having fun is a. Enjoying, um, okay. <laughs> Keep going. You You're to... making this sound worse than it That's is. That's true. Keep okay. painting this picture before I put myself Keep in a hole. This... Okay. No, but like, 
you know, you had a lot of friends and you were just like enjoying having crushes and, you know, you'd go on dates with people, whatever. It wasn't a big deal. It was very normal. Yes, that's very true. I, on the other hand, if you have met me or listened to me through this podcast, Mm -hmm. obviously did not do that because I am lame. You're anyway, not, you're not lame. <laughs> you just didn't. I was very much not a relationship person. I right. was very much protecting myself. I was timid. I I was just like, I don't want to even date somebody unless I fully know that like I'm not going to get hurt. I want them to be like oh, my best friend. Yeah. You know, I want to be really be able to trust this person, and therefore that my you know my dating history is extremely petite, short, just like me. I mean, that checks out Mrs. Brickwall with holes. Yeah, check to- totally checks out. <laughs> and so let me, okay, as I'm painting this picture, one of my favorite stories to tell, I, st- I told the story to um, Emma's friend Megan before we recorded Dr. the Megan. Doctor episode. It is, officially, it is officially Dr. Megan now. Dr. Megan. One time to give you an idea, Emma came over to my house in probably late middle school for a sleepover. And she brought with her a teddy bear that her boyfriend gave her. And she was gushing over this teddy bear. And she was like, oh, my God, so-and-so gave this to me. I don't even remember who it was. I do. Isn't it so cute? (laughs) That's so sweet that he gave me this teddy bear. And she, you know, she slept with it, whatever. Fast forward, the next day, she leaves it at my house. And she leaves. And this is at a point where we didn't, we no longer lived down the street from one another. So we didn't see each other every day or anything. And so by the next time she came over to my house, she had already not only forgotten about the teddy bear, but had, was no longer dating that person. And it was already dating somebody else. And I was that like, so hey, um, you left this teddy, like, I know you're not dating him anymore, but like, you left this teddy bear at my house. Like, do you want it back? And she was like, I don't even remember that. She was like. I don't. She was like, I don't. You can it keep was, it, and I it kept it. I think I still have it. You still have that teddy bear? <laughs> I don't know. If you do, I remember you need what to get it looks it. like. If I find, oh, you don't want it? <laughs> no, I don't want it. Oh my god! Similarly to the teddy bear story, my mom sent me a text the other day of this bunny, this like stuffed bunny, right? And uh, she goes, "Do you want this?" I go, "No." She goes, "Why not?" She goes, "Do you want me to give it to the kids?" I'm like, "No, mom." A boyfriend gave that to me. She goes, oh, oh, this is going to the donate box. I was like, don't even donate it. She goes, someone else will love it. I go, okay, fine. And she goes, it's out. It's out of the house. How do you even have it? I don't even know. It just probably was just sitting in the closet for all these years. You know, once I moved out, I, I just didn't take stuff with me. That is so funny. Keep going. I need to know more. Okay. So, so here we go. Relationship person. That's all great and good. It kind of lingered into college, right? I don't really kind know of. a lot about your dating life. Let's Were just, you dating full-time in college, all, like all four yes. years? Yes, except okay. for my senior year. Okay, so after your senior year, well, like end of your senior year, mm-hmm. you broke up with the last boyfriend that you've had now, yep. and you have been single for? Four years. Four years. Yeah. And she was finally at the point where she was like, you know what? I'm done. Let's work on me. You Not know, crazy, whatever. Right? And this year, you've decided to get back into the dating pool. And you're yeah. like, so so what happened there? Are you ready? Do you feel like you worked on yourself enough? Now the pandemic's over. What's mm. What's happening? You know, I don't really necessarily think I'm ready, but I'm willing to take the chance, right? So, um. 
I've been doing a lot of work in my therapy sessions and I've been really working on myself and trying to love myself because uh, lo and behold, surprise, dating people, every time you get, you get and really less of them. I also want to preface during those four years, you were not just working on yourself. You were finishing your master's degree. Oh, yeah. You were starting your career. You Thank were you. moving. You were you. moving cities. Like yeah. you had a lot going on. Yeah, you were absolutely. just, you're like, okay, I need to finish my degree and now I need to get settled. Yes. And now I need to start my career. And now you're finally at a place where you're in a comfortable spot. Mm-hmm. You know, you have mm-hmm. your own place. Yeah. You yeah. don't have a roommate and stuff like what, yeah. you know, like all those yeah. little things piled up on top of each other. Wow. That's, you know, it's so funny to hear you say all that because like, to me, I'm like, what have I been doing with my life? <laughs> and then you kind of <laughs> wrap been busy. it up. I've been really busy. You're right. That's really true. Thank you for that. Um, You know, I don't know. I think... You kind of got to get a backstory, right? Because uh, not to paint the the worst picture of me, but it, it's true. I, I was always with somebody, you know, as, as young as like sixth grade. And like, that sounds crazy, right? Because like, what's what is a sixth grader doing in a relationship? Going to movies. Going to movies. Going to the mall, walking around the mall and holding hands and going, ooh, like this is so fun <laughs> and exciting. Or like... You know, you'd go to a um a, a get together for like a birthday party, and like my mom would meet their mom, you know that kind of thing. Um, yeah. And I think, I mean, I know why I did the things I did, and and why I was always with somebody. It, it was comforting. It was um, you know, when you're young and you're hormonal, it's a a big little you know excitement of the day to see someone that you really like and care about in the hallway. The crazy thing about all that is like I think about how like nothing counts right before high school. You feel like it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter because like nothing was concrete. You would be with somebody for like a few weeks, maybe a month at a time. You would celebrate a Valentine's Day and it would be so fun. Yeah, and then it would be. And then it would just be over and it just didn't work out. And I never, I, I remember you being like really excited about each new yeah. person or whatever but i never really remember you being devastated at the end of all of those you were just kind of like oh whatever there was like, only, i'm over it um i've only had my heart broken twice and that was in my older years you know that was when like relationships mm-hmm. were very serious um i think it's interesting to think about it this way because in my head i go wow emma you've really made it around the block and I don't mean it in an inappropriate way. I just mean it in like... I think you're putting that on yourself. I yeah, think. and I do. I feel like I totally it really wasn't do. like... The relationships you had in high school were much longer, much healthier, much yes, like... Yes, right. yes. And the, the the older I got, the relationships I had, they had more things in common with me. So it was easier to maintain, right? We were in band mm-hmm. together. Um, I met them in play practice or, you know after the football game you know stuff like that yeah exactly you know and and to tell you like I was in band for so long like I've been literally playing the tuba since I was 10 years old so like being in band you made a lot of friends you met a lot of people uh Mm -hmm. and high school was you know so so the same in the sense that you know you saw so many people but I really made connections that lasted for a long period of time so how can you not but I mean, the the legitimate aspect of this is, yeah, like I have attachment issues and I codependent on people and I looked for people to give me some reassurance about myself and to really tell me that like, I'm pretty and I'm smart and I'm really fun to be around. Oh my God, Emma, you're so funny. You don't think was I'm not telling you that enough? I know. I really needed it from you, Lauren, <laughs> and you were just out there worried about if I was going to break your heart. Girl, I got you. 
So it, it, it was just, and then also like think about when you're in school and, and obviously this is not relatable to everybody because Lauren had a very different experience than I did, but I had a lot of friends who spent time with a lot of different kinds of people and my friends were in relationships. I mean, how could you not want to also be a part of that? Also, like, how great is it for someone to tell you that, like, you're really awesome and they want to spend time with you? And for us in middle school, we used to go to these dances uh, once a month. They were called FNAs. They were Friday alternative, right? FNA. No, Friday yeah, night alternative. You do not need to explain this. No, but it was just whatever. It's for us, remember? Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember like going to a dance and like having pizza and like spending time with somebody that you like outside of Yeah, the that was like realm. the big thing. Like we would never thing. have done that before. No, we would have never done that before. And it was just like a it was a chaperone. It was just cuz we were allowed to do it right. that made it like Right the thing to do right. i guess exactly. i didn't i i think i went to like two oh, but whatever oh my god that was my thing i loved it i got to dance i got to be with my friends i got you know i i, my, I just i have such a good memory from that because the I, first boy to ask me to the sixth grade dance or whatever mm-hmm. just got married last weekend oh wow and you know like there's a special place in my heart for That's him so cute <laughs> it's so cute i love it i don't know i it, it's and it's funny that you say that because a lot of my memories around big events include people, right? Well, duh, obviously. What am I saying? But I'm saying like I can – I normally have a person in coherence with that day, right? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, So like yes, when yes. I think about homecoming Absolutely. 2015, I think about my pink striped and black dress that I wore with my <laughs> boyfriend who we do not talk about because he sucks a lot of butt um, <laughs> and I hate him. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't hate him, but you know, it was a really interesting time. But those are good memories. Like I love thinking about stuff like that. But now, four years went by really fast. Like to think about that, like I'm really excited to meet somebody new, and my my priorities are so different, you know. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, after the end of college, you were like, "All right, I need a break," and mm-hmm. I was like, "That's a great idea." Do you want to know the actual truth? Take a break. What? What's the actual truth? Um, uh, my sister has had an intervention with me. <gasps> yeah. Shut up. I should have done that years ago. I'm sorry. No, yeah. They, they sat me down and they said, you know what? I think it's enough. Like, people are not treating you with respect. And you're just constantly going after something that you're never going to achieve. Well, and it was... Are you so glad that they did that? It, it was kind of eye-opening. I, I didn't really realize that I was constantly seeking something and someone to be with and to be around. And for them to say, like, these people are awful. Like, you need... That's really nice of them to do. It was. And, and I think... Well, also the thing is, is that you didn't really disclose that. Like, right? You never mm-hmm. told me that these people were awful or, or treating you not well right. until right. well after the yeah. fact. And you were like, actually, Lauren... Yeah. Like, they, they were not treating me right. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you never told me yeah. that, right? And it's so crazy when I think is of- it? Do you think you subconsciously, like, knew that they were bad? Yeah. No. I think a lot of what has happened to me, it was really blindsided. Um, You know, I, I have some trauma around a couple of relationships because of the abuse. Uh, and that's in my older years. So I had some sor- sort of consciousness to kind of control that. When I was younger, it was just like, boys were making fun of me uh then it turned into something worse as I got older and oh, I kind of remember that you know and I'm not even like let me be very clear 
I'm not talking about being inappropriate. Like I'm literally talking about going to school every day wearing jeans and a t-shirt and some kid would call me a name just because I really had a big crush on this guy. Uh, and I didn't really, I, I think part of that got And even me. your relationships were not inappropriate. It was no. like, no, we held hands at the movies, Lauren. Right. Like it was the best thing right. ever. Right. It was. And of course, as I got older, maybe I stepped into some inappropriate territory and that's not to lie about. That's just to say, like I was discovering what it felt like to be a, a young girl in love and in college and whatever. Take that as you would like, however you want. <laughs> Um, but no, that's so true. And, and, you know, when you're in school and you think about, you know, I would, I would really encourage you to think about this is like, think about the people you spent time with every day and the people you met and the relationships you did create. I was addicted to relationships. I'm addicted to friendship. You so were. Oh my gosh. It was just, it was a drug in the sense that like, I loved being a part of something. I loved being a part of other people's lives. I loved being asked to go somewhere i loved feeling like a thrill of i'm important. she loved the drama i love the drama she loved the drama, drama. <laughs> so i was strange. like the stable friend 10 yards away yeah and we always <laughs> talk about that we always talk about how like you were really put together and like you really had it down well that was because i was a 40 year old 10 year old i was just like i don't got time for this Emma. <laughs> oh, that's, so funny. that's so funny that's so great i love that so much yeah i don't know but now it's like like you said, and, and it's so, oh God, thank you so much. I love that when you, when you talk good about things with me, but, um, it really was that it was, I, I went, I was going to grad school and if you know anything about architecture school, you know, we don't sleep and I was trying to make friends and st- keep my head above water. Well, honestly, I think that's like one of the best things that you did for yourself, even if it took your sisters, like oh, yeah. telling you to, to slow down. And then yeah. you're like, all right, let me focus on school. And then you're like, all right, let me focus on getting a job. And then, mm-hmm. all right, let me focus on, you know, there's no point in dating anybody. Now I'm moving. Right. And that was also part of respect, right? So like, I know that I'm not living here for long term. I don't think that's right. I don't think it's right for me to ask someone to give up their life and move or to do a long distance. And then I end up getting my heart broken. I did the long distance once, and that was when I got my heart broken the first time, and it was awful. Um, so, yeah. Here's a question. Okay. Now, okay, so now you're settled. Everything's yep. cool. You're like, maybe I'll get on this dating app. Maybe I'll, you know, meet some people, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like you regret going on so many dates like <laughs> when you were younger and That's all funny. the way growing up? Or like, do you feel like you needed that to know what you want now? Or do you feel like some of it was like useless and you could have definitely taken a pass? Wow. Hit me with the... the Be honest. I will be honest. Please. You know, I got to tell the internet my truth. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if I think about what that did to my childhood, I think about that it really took away some innocence and I regret not giving myself more time with my friends um especially like you guys like i i have this bookshelf downstairs right and has pictures of my friends like the people i talk to almost all the day like all day every day i neglected them i neglected you guys i i i really took so much away from what we had as kids to the point where i only would spend time with someone else that was like not super close right for the sake of saying, oh, like, I never thought about that, but it's very true. It's very true, and um, 
that's something that I don't necessarily regret. I just regret the idea. The time that you lost. Yeah. Because I do, like, I I hear what you're saying Mm -hmm. about, like, your innocence and this and that. But, like, in the moment, in that moment, that's what you wanted. Right. Absolutely. Full-heartedly. Right? So how can you regret things, really? Because when you think back... It was the best decision. That's, that's really made. interesting to think about too. Like in general, like how many regrets do you have in your life? Like, or Seriously. do you even regret anything? Seriously. I have this, um, if you ever want to buy it, it's called a burn after writing. It's a, it's a journal notebook. Basically it is the most invasive questions that you could ever ask yourself. And you have to answer truthfully because it's just for you. Right. And one of those questions is, do you regret anything? And I wrote down, I don't want to, but I do. And I just think about that and I, and it's like in the moment, like I always say in this moment, right? In that moment, I was making the best decisions for myself. I thought it was the best things. Of course I, you know, stumbled and failed, but I was so happy with who I was at every stage. Uh, it wasn't until I got older until I realized that I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have doing that. Um, <laughs> you know, but I don't know. And I, and I try to be truthful to myself and I try to be truthful to my pieces of me. Right. So I always say there's parts, we have parts of us. Each age represents really a time in our life. And I tell her all the time, I go, you did the best you could with the tools you had, right? Like what, what else could you have asked for? You didn't mm-hmm. know. It's not your friend's responsibility to take on such, you know, big burdens when things get rough. And then also, like, who cared? Like, it was literally not important of my relationships compared to, like, other people's issues, right? Like, yes, that's not important at all. But but now it's like, I, I really want to meet somebody. I really want to meet someone that is going to be with me for a long time and and I think that those pieces of me and the times that I met so many people and I was with so many people and like, it, it's prepared me for this. It's prepared. Yeah, right. You know, it's like, I, I really feel like I have a gr- good grasp on what a relationship is. I really think I have a good understanding and um, of some, what you need, Yeah, what I need and, and some empathy for the fact that like nothing is perfect. I'm not going to find the right guy just by swiping right on a picture it's going to take work and some time Mm -hmm. also some trust and some faith because I need to believe that I'm worthy of it and I need to also know that like there's a plan I don't know what it is but there's a plan and it's going to be fine and I'm going to be taken care of but it's just so funny because I love thinking about that and I love thinking about where I've come from and and how you and I are really so different. I always tease her about it, I know too. You do. Like I, I always do. She's like, well, you're always in love. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> because I did love every single one of them. <laughs> you you did. And you, you like, I, I, you were head over heels for I everyone. <laughs> you were so sure of it. And you would. I was like, I'm going to marry him. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have their babies. <laughs> You know, but it's you shouldn't look back on that with, like, pity or, like, like embarrassment. No. Like, honestly, no. like. Me coming from a person who didn't date, like, let me tell you from guy from sixth grade. And it's not that like people didn't want to date me. Like no, I thought I that I people like, didn't want to Lauren date me, but like, they did. They did. They wanted to date her. And she was like, mm, maybe. And literally, okay, from the guy in sixth grade who asked me to the sixth grade dance all the way to like college. If somebody asked me out, I react the exact same way. And I say, no, 
with no explanation. Like literally, I just say no, no, no thank you. And sentence. I walk away and then I'll feel guilty about being so blunt. And then I'll go back to them and I'll be like, I'm sorry. I just said straight up. No, here's why. I hope you understand and that we're cool. And then they're always like, oh, thanks. Wow. <laughs> but I look back and I'm like, well, like, why was I so like harsh? Like maybe I could have let some more people into my brick house and I, everything still would have ended up fine. Right. Right. But, but we don't know that, right? Like we, we can't determine that just based off of like where we are. Of course we would have been fine, but would have we, like, we don't know. You know, I'm perfectly happy with, I'm not saying that I like regret not dating XYZ people or whatever, but like, I didn't give myself the fun experiences that you had. <laughs> um, well then let's dive. But, but it wasn't all fun and games. I, that's what I was going to say. Like, let's, let's dive into the fun because I mean, fighting with your boyfriend in the hallway before science class is really not the most exciting thing in the world because you saw him talking to some other girl and he, she put her hand on your hip and you didn't do anything about it. And like, that was some territorial things I would fight for. Like, I don't know, but you know, for, for my whole life. Um, and again, this is not coming from the fact that I have an ego, even though I know I have an ego, it was knowing that I was worth someone's time. I am so kind and I love so hard and I and I really try to bring out the best in others and see them for who they are. And I just got walked on. Like, I was just a trash bag for people. Yeah, that's true. I keep saying fun, but, like, you definitely had some times mm. where people were just, like, a jerk to you. I mean, this is going to sound crazy, but, like, again, let's go back to the sixth grade, right? In sixth grade, I l had a crush on this boy. He was very cute. Didn't know what to do. So my friend said, write him a note. Tell him that you like him in a note. And I was like, okay. So I wrote this guy a note and I said, hi, I'm Emma. I think you're really cute. And I like that you wear knee shoes. I have a pair, something like that, right? Like relatable. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to tell you or something. <laughs> Some portion of that time, a boy came up to me because that boy shared that note with his friends, of course, because mm -hmm. that's natural. And they called me a whore. What? In the sixth grade. What? I went home and I was crying on the bus. I went home and I said to my mom, some boy called me a name today and I have no idea what it means. And she's like, what did they call you? And I was like, some boy called me a whore. And she goes, what? <laughs> And I'm I'm sitting there going I I have Your no mom must have been so pissed. my mom called every teacher I'm principal sure she, she lit it up oh she God. lit it up I'm talking about the next day that boy was moved from the class from the back to no. the front like I'm talking about she ripped everyone in that school a new one she had she just <laughs> and then I I came home and I was like really embarrassed right because like I was the yeah. kid whose mom got you know involved. That was my parents, but that's fine. We appreciate that. They protected me. Um, and can you imagine a 10-year-old being called something where, like, the literal definition of a whore is nowhere in my repertoire. Like, I yes. don't even know what happened. <laughs> they must have had an older sibling. Seriously. So, like, it, it really put a, a, um, a, a label 
on on how I represented myself moving forward. It was very cautious. It was very controlled. I, I made sure that I was telling people my truth and sticking to those exact words and making sure that I was protected. Yeah. However, I also remember like some of your girlfriends like causing drama around you because like girl. oh you didn't make enough time for them or like girl. whatever and they would like call you mean names or whatever. Can you name one of those people that are still my friend? Nope. Where have they been? Where are they at? Probably somewhere else. And and, and that's literally the truth though, right? That's the the craziness about everything that's been happening with me is knowing that at least I was honest. At least I, I, I didn't try to hurt people. Um, I definitely confused the heck out of myself. At least you're very strong willed. Oh man. Thank you, mom. Uh because like that 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 took a lot out of you when you were constantly trying to compete or convince people that you were worthy. That's kinda sad, you know? But but as I got older, it was like, I was desperate for love. I was desperate for somebody to spend time with me. And and I think it has a lot to do with my sisters. You know, they're they're much older than me. They got married pretty young. I, I, I kept, mm-hmm. you know, they met their husbands. You're like, oh, I want what they have. Yeah. And they had like, they had like really long term boyfriends like yeah. their whole high school yeah like amy and my and we would like we would like envy that right we yes. would like look up to them yes. and be like oh that's so sweet yes. and amy married her high school sweetheart yes, that's so did. sweet right and we literally we love him we grew up with him they've literally been together for almost 20 years and they are in their 30s do the math that's crazy like i've known my brother-in-law since i was six years old like yeah i'm 27 like to in, in a month or so you know, it's just, it's crazy. So yeah, so it, it it has everything to do with the people around you. And I think it's great to think about that with you because you were really trying to protect yourself and, and keep yourself in control and make sure that you liked the person really well in order to spend time with them. And I, I'm curious, like, Well, I think I why? very much, other than protecting myself, I was very much valuing the friendship. I would mm. do nothing to expense the friendship, Yeah. right? But I would also say, like, well, if I care about my friendship so much, why would I just, like, date a stranger who I don't know? Like, if I'm going to date somebody, I'm going to date somebody who I really trust. Yeah. Who I know is, like, that if we break up, it's going to be fine and they're not going to, like, hurt me. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that, like, we'll still be very good friends. And it's funny that you say stuff like that because, you know, there's a constant debate about is it better to be friends with the person you're going to marry first? Were you and Tim BFFs? I'm not saying that it worked every time. No, like of course a charm. not. Like, like I'm not. It's like sometimes I thought that you know that we would be fine, and then we were not fine, right? Um, but yeah, Tim was absolutely was my best friend before I dated him because that was my rule, right? And that and you stuck we to were it. we were besties. We laughed together. We you know it was the best. It and was the best how, time. Look at honestly how beautiful that is. And and for my success, right? Obviously, don't you know I'm not married. But is that the goal? Who knows? I don't know. But like I think about how like most of my relationships growing up, they ended up becoming good friends after we started to connect. And even, oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. And, and even in college, it was it was very clear that like if I was friends with somebody for too long, I no longer was interested romantically with them because I knew too much about them. There wasn't enough to like share afterwards. Oh, I see what you, you know mean. What I mean. Yeah, because you you craved like the 
diving into a relationship, like the getting to know somebody. And then you were like, okay, I know you now. Right. Right. And I, and I, and I didn't like, yes, yes. And it's funny because like, I mean, and I was like the opposite. I was like, well, I need to know everything about you yeah. first. Yeah. And I, and, and me, I'm like, I could care less. And I, I like discovering some of those things along the way. And I, and I really appreciate when I learn about them as I go, but it, it sometimes is, is a hindrance, right? Because like if I learn too much about you, I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I want to take well, that Well, yeah. You know? And and obviously it, it ranges and it differs. And like sometimes that's not always the truth. But there are some people in high school that, you know, I was sad that they didn't want to go out with me. <laughs> and then you get to college and you're like, oh, like the pick is kind of slim up here. <laughs> um, can't imagine. But the the only mistake... I think I made in college and I mean a mistake. I don't mean a regret. It's not like I messed up entirely. It was just that I didn't really absorb enough of the college part. I was so caught up in the beginning about the person I was with at the time that my freshman year of college was like kind of like a bummer. It was really not the experience that you should have when you go into freshman year. And also that had something to do with being in marching band. That's an expectation. That means nothing. Sure. No, but That's I made but, up but I even in general. But I don't even mean like partying or going out and staying up late. I'm talking about like even being in marching band. Like I missed out on activities because I would go home early and call my Or you boyfriend. just missed out on like enjoying like classes in the campus or yeah, like exactly. just like, being a part of exactly. it rather than like chasing a like perfect experience right. of like right. Yeah. Exactly. And it, it really consumed a lot of my time. And I mean, I wasn't the greatest student, but, you know, I have a degree, so shove off. Um, <laughs> but, you know, in, in grad school, it, it really was about making myself feel worthy of that. I mean, it was the first time that I lived on my own. It was the first time that I was literally sleeping by myself. No roommate, no, no siblings yeah. in the house. So I, I really had to discover what that meant to like just be by myself. And let me tell you, it was liberating. Okay. Being by yourself and being alone is the best way to learn about self-love because you have no I remember one you being to. lonely. I w- oh. That's what I remember. And and loneliness <laughs> is part of it, right? You can't combat loneliness unless yeah. you have some strength and like, girl, I know it was a lot, but like it is, it is what it is, whatever. You know, earlier we were talking about work. I honestly, I always forget that Emma is only one year into her career and I'm four years in because <laughs> she did grad school. Like, so when yeah. she talks about work, she's like, she's like, Lauren, I'm like, I'm new. Like, I'm the bottom of the toilet pole. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, I always forget. <laughs> and yeah, because like the other day I was telling her that I'm, I was like, we, we have a discussion at work about my next steps, right? Like, what's happening next? And I was like, I can't do this yet. And Lauren's like, you can do it. And I'm like, no, 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 I literally cannot do it. I do not have the tools to do this. She's like, you'll learn. I was like, no, like I will fail. I will crash and burn. I don't have the experience. I cannot do this. That is, that is the truth. Too much, too much. But I love you. So it's fine. But anyway, I do not envy um, you trying to date in 2021 on a nap. That sounds like it sucks hardcore. Well, you know, I already failed once and I may or may not be talking to somebody right now, but I don't really know if it's important or not. 
you know, yeah. It's just, it's so it's, complicated. It's going to be so hard. It's just so and complicated. Then, Emma was telling me that her other friend was like, oh, you just need to date somebody that you already know. And I'm like, who? Like Johnny from high school that's still around? Like, what? who are you going to date? Like, we don't know anybody. <laughs> Why do you not throw me under the bus like that? We really have no friends over here. I literally tell that to my, to my, to my, uh, to my friend Katie. I'm like, Katie, I have no friends. She goes, you have me. I go, you know what? That's not enough sometimes. Oh, shut up. You were such a liar. (laughs) But it's like, it's different. Like my perspective of my friends, it's not that I cannot call you and reach out and say, hey, Lauren, I really need you right now. It's the idea that like you are home right now with your husband. People and I that am I, watching television while he is yes. playing a video game. Right. It's not like you can but still call me. I know I can always call you, but it's different, right? Like I can't get the kind of love and support that I need from you the same way that you can get from your husband. It's just different. It, mm-hmm. it, and of course, that looks differently for many people. And like, however you support a relationship, that's how that looks. But it's fine. It's just, it's it's really about navigating my, my 20s. Like I, I think this is... I feel like I'm I'm about to enter the best part ever, and I'm really excited. You think? I really do. I can feel it. I can feel like the next five years being like the greatest time of my life. Um, okay, mark her words right now. Five years from now, we'll be doing this podcast, and the episode name's going to be like tragic, tragic five years ago. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the the prediction of five. No, seriously, and um, I I just want to say, and maybe you guys don't relate, but. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. Coming from someone who puts pressure on themselves, um, <laughs> it 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 comes it comes when it comes, right? You know, I watch enough TikTok all day where girls out there are feeling the same way I do. You know, it, it's it's all a, an interesting road, and it's not perfect, and it will come when it comes. But for who I used to be, and like who I would spend time with, and how much I would like be in a relationship, it is wicked to think about where I am right now. Because I thought I was going to marry that guy. I did. Oh, you thought you were going to marry half of the guys. (laughs) No, I know. But like, no, but for real, like the the big, the big one, the really big one, the one that. She would have it all. She had it all planned. The really big one. Yes. That one, I truly felt deep down that that was my person. And I, I'm, I don't know if I miss him, but I'm still sad about the fact that like that was so much. Yeah, you can be sad about it. Of my time. It's fine. I'm just going to let the next guy know that, you know, I'm a catch, man. You're about to enter the best time of your life. <laughs> I'm so funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, so crazy. Lauren, but like, why are you interested in talking about this about me? Well, because, well, I just I want to know, like, are you excited? Does it suck? Like, why did you choose does now? Does it suck? <laughs> yeah, like, it does like, suck. Like, why? Like, why did you? What? What? What about it? Were you like, all right, it's time. Oh, I see what you're saying. Just because you're settled. What what flipped my head? Or also like, you know, every woman, I'm sorry, I always like talk way too much and then you can't answer the questions. Every woman has like the timeline in their head. They're like, I'm going to get married at this age. I'm going to do this at this age. And then you get older and you keep pushing the timeline back. Anyway, do you have like a timeline in your, it's like the time ticking for you? Well, I thought I did, but you know, my whole lifestyle has changed. My my whole opinion about what I want in my life has changed. You know, I I thought about when I was younger that I really wanted to be a mom and that would put me in a timeline, right? I'm on a ticking timeline. Women 
tend to fear mm-hmm. the idea that having pregnancy when they're older is 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 a is a an end game, and sometimes it can be really scary because you're entering those years somewhere in my twenties. I was like, you know, that does not sound appealing to me, uh, <laughs> and I don't necessarily feel like I'm racing against a clock. I think what I am feeling is I'm racing against my friends. And I'm racing against the idea that I can't participate in the things that I want to participate in. Wow. Yeah. That's a really interesting concept. I'm racing against my friends. Definitely everybody feels that, right? Because you go on Facebook and everyone's engaged and like Right. It's like you see their baby, great pictures baby. with their great life. Engagement, marriage, marriage, engagement, baby, dog, family, house. And it's just over. Do you feel like you're chasing like are you lonely? God, I, need <laughs> I need a minute it's <laughs> just lonely? us i know it is just am us. I lonely? It's, it's so funny because it's like am i only am i al- i mean i'm alone and i don't like i love being alone i love it so much i you know what's funny that you said this i don't have my sweatshirt up here i d- i wrote a pros and cons list today about being in a relationship no, you you shut up and you were should gonna go, hold that out. I, I go, mean, go should, get it. Should I go right get it okay. now? Okay. <laughs> this is horrible. I'm just gonna comment while she's gone and walking away that she's like, I love being alone, but like literally she moved into this house and she would call me every night and be like, Lauren, like I'm so creeped out by this house. Like, I don't know what the noise is and I'm scared and like <laughs> she thought that there was like a ghost in her house and like but she loves being alone. <laughs> Don't we love our friends? Don't we love poking fun at our friends? And it's funny that, I don't want to say hypocritical. It's funny that we can say contradicting things so much. Oh, she's back. Never mind. It's cool. It's cool. Be cool. Be cool, everybody. I just told him a little story. That's fine. About about how much you love being alone. I love being alone. Talk about it. Um, Do you really want want to read I did talk about it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, some of these things I can't say out loud because they're inappropriate, but I'll say most of them. Okay, you have to so, insinuate them to me. My so I, them or something. I wrote a, a list. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's a lot on there. I like yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty equal on both sides, but not really. Um, okay, so I wrote relationship. I wrote pro, someone to spend time with. And then I wrote con, new routine, because you know I hate the new routine. Amen. Amen. Um, I wrote... Someone to text and someone to text me back. And that's a pro for me because I text people, but like, you know, whatever. Okay. A con is like someone in my space because I love my independence so much. Amen. I love it. Um, A con and a pro is like being emotionally connected to somebody, like where I'm so invested and I'm like giving myself, but like Mm -hmm. that takes so much energy. Um, sounds like a lot of work it does i wrote a potential friend and partner and then i also wrote as a con potential heartbreak Mm. that's that's a real one i also wrote longevity and adventures as a pro and uh, like someone to cuddle (laughs) nice because i i like i like to be i like quality time who who doesn't right yes my con is feeling stuck meaning like i'm so yeah deep that i can't leave my other con is settling for the wrong person and the wrong person finding me and then my pro my last pro i wrote was falling in love 
because I feel like that's that's the ultimate pro. Being with someone is being in love. And I I love love. I, I love being in love. I think and it's it's so hard too because I I I love myself a lot, but I, I miss I just miss someone that like thinks about me. I even like my husband makes fun of me because I love watching movies of people falling in love and I will I will watch like the stu- like I don't even like I the movie those. but I just like I just like watching the feeling of like everything's new and exciting and it's fun so I live vicariously through my friends so when Emma like has that fun joyful feeling of like having a crush and like yeah. ho- you know holding hands for the first time like I love hearing about that stuff yeah. I think it's so fun I just I think about how I have worked really hard at finding peace with myself and finding peace in my home now that Lauren knows Mm -hmm. that like my environment really affects me and it really takes a toll when I have a long day and I don't know for someone to be a part of that that sounds beautiful it sounds wonderful and I want the opportunity for sure I want the chance but I don't and want you can't lose that piece with yourself. And no, like the progress that you've no. made and all that. No. And there are some people in my life that are in new relationships. And I really I love I love being a part of that. I love showing mm-hmm. them how much I support them. And I love them sharing little stories about what their new partner has done or something, you know. Yeah. I also think you can give yourself credit in that you'll find that like you're you're very you're more grown than you were four years ago right you are you are <laughs> truly like yeah. an adult now yeah. and so your experience and your expectation and like your standards will be understandably like stable mm-hmm. yeah it's just crazy because and it's not crazy it's to me it's it's exciting but it's also anxiety thrilled it's it's it makes me anxious you know i when you're alone for so long, you get used to that. You get used to yourself and you know your habits and you know your your downs. And I know like 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 the stupidest thing. I'm like, I really don't want someone coming to my home and, and redecorating. You know? Like, yeah. And like really stepping into my, my zone. But also like part of the relationship is that you, you do change a little bit, right? Yeah. You adapt. Yeah. You, it's a give, yeah. right? I think that's something that I'm afraid. Not necessarily like, oh my God, I never want to do it. Like, I am hesitant with the idea that someone in who comes into my life is going to change me. And mm-hmm. we're not talking about changing your value systems, changing your person, changing the way that you look at the world. It's they, they make they make you they mold you. They make you challenge yourself. Absolutely. They ask you hard questions. They, they really put you in a position to say, like, how do I feel about that? How do I really feel about that? Um, and I think I don't really want that right now. I don't really want someone to uh, challenge me. <laughs> I'm pretty comfortable, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Time will tell. Time will tell. Time will tell. Um, you know, I don't know. Talking about this is so weird sometimes because my friends will look at me and say, how could you ever be by yourself for so long? And Who says that? Nobody. Oh, girl. Lim- it's it's a shocker for people when they t- when they find out that I've literally oh been by and they, like how long oh yeah it it's like what do you mean four four years you haven't you haven't talked to anybody in four years I'm, I'm like, like thank gosh I'm like this is exactly what you needed <laughs> right and like it's because you know me so well right and it's not that I didn't try or I didn't like think about it I definitely like 
put myself out there in a few scenarios and it didn't work. And I was just like, nope, not my time, I guess. This is not the person. Um, but I did see something the other day I thought was really kind of clever. Um, and I think we talked about this, but I don't remember. So how do I phrase this? The right person will not come at the wrong time. It will be the right time, but the wrong person. Because people, interesting, yeah, because people always look at it as like, oh, he was so good, but like it was the wrong time. The timing didn't work out. The timing didn't work out. And I'm like, I don't think you're saying, so. You're saying no. It was a it was a red herring all along. It was, and it was like it was the right time for it to be the wrong person, and for you to see that too. Oh my gosh, why would you say that? Oh <laughs> no, but I, I mean, think about. No, it. it's so true. I mean, that just like hit me. Yeah, it, you're right. I, I it was think, the right time for it to be the wrong person. I think like it's you kind had of to go beautiful. through that. I mean, I feel that like, you know, to each his own, but like, I feel that God puts people in my life in the right position in the right time. And I trust him in that sense. I trust my faith in that sense. I have to, I want to, I, I, I don't, you know, I think it's interesting that you bring that up in terms of like finding somebody. But if we talked about other topics more intensely, like you might not bring up your faith. So I see that well, trust that you're giving out and putting out. <laughs> well, it's, And I see it. Thank you. I mean, I think a lot of what we talk about on the podcast, I'm kind of reserved. I, I, I share my truth, but I also don't really talk. Yeah, in, this is an episode for you to be open so that I don't have to. Be. Well, you're next, girl. <laughs> I'll, let me dig deep into your brain. Um, I, I already did that to you once. I, don't, I won't do it again. Uh, no, but it's true. It's, 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 um, <sighs> I hate doing this because. Well, I'm glad that we're doing this. Yeah. I, I just, thank you. You're welcome. I just think it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm, I'm glad that we're doing this because like, it's not like we would have this conversation on our own. No. I mean, well, we could. It but wouldn't it just, be this long. Would be, or like with calm. your other girlfriends, it would be like three text messages back and forth. Oh, hey, how's dating going? Yeah. What, how are you feeling about it? Oh, that's that sucks. That's good. Okay. Right. Where I get to ask you some like I I get to know more now. Right. And you get and so to know I appreciate now. you letting me and our listeners in. Yeah. I mean, support. I can't I can't be 100% vulnerable because there are pieces of the stories that are not well, yeah. exposed for the internet. But I, it's taken me a long time just to tell you certain things in my life. And people look at that as like, oh, it's over now. It doesn't matter. And it's like, no, it kind of it kind of took me for a, a Some ride. Some things very much matter. It, it does very much matter. And it very much matters how I portray those pieces, not necessarily who I spell them to. It's what truth am I trying to give so that people can really fully understand me. Again, if someone is dating me and they're listening to this podcast right now, I just want to say this does not count. You still need to ask me what my favorite color is. Okay, get over it. Get deep. Do you think that you need to date somebody who's like you or the opposite of you? Ew, I don't like that question. I don't know. Do you need to date an Emma or do you need to date a Lauren? Oh, I like that. Because clearly you need somebody like me in your life. No, of course. I think you fill a different <laughs> void. You don't, you don't. You think um, it's in between? No, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't even think I can answer that question because I, I just don't know. You know, I always like to say like, I, I'll never date an architect because we're all crazy and we all have too much OCD. And that's so truthful. 
but like some people can handle it <laughs> we're just too wild but like i can't i don't i don't know what i need i i just need someone to see me and i need someone to to value me as who i am face on i i there's no tricks you deserve here. that i yeah and there's just there's no tricks i i'm being i'm being very truthful i'm saying to you you know i'm literally the best person in the entire world take it as you wish <laughs> but if you think that i'm not worth it well you're missing out like i'm i'm a catch i'm really great. good for you thank you lauren i agree lauren i have to say i'm putting you on the spot and you're gonna hate me for okay. it okay oh god you have to tell me your top three pros of being married with tim oh oh my top three pros easy number one um somebody to get you a glass of water when you're tired and don't want to get up i love it like i could list so many things um list them number two i don't know i want to be thoughtful about it because i don't want them to sound like no i get it i'm um so tim has really brought out the codependency in me because he's very nice and he does a lot of things for me he loves you I, before my dad did a bunch of stuff for me and he spoiled me and now I have those expectations for my husband and like Tim spoils me. So I am, I, I'm very spoiled and I like it when people make me breakfast and when people bring me water and when they like turn on my Netflix show for me, like, yeah, like, oh, oh my goodness. Of course that's all it takes. You, I am easy peasy. Like buy McDonald's. I love you forever. Like literally, like. It's just easy. Like, I don't know what else people want from me. I'm just really not complicated. That's so funny. Um, but I think, like, having somebody just to share, like, your day with, even if it's, like, the five seconds of, like, oh, work was this, work was that. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. um, I really like to have somebody to go to church with. That's, like, the best thing ever. We haven't been going to church because pandemic. But, like, before that, it was, like, mm-hmm. my fave part of the week. For yeah. sure. I think that's beautiful. I don't know. I think that's something exciting about being in a relationship. Do you want to hear the cons? Yeah. Cons. Somebody breathing next to you when you're falling asleep. (laughs) Cons. (laughs) Tim, we're so sorry. Tim's going to be so mad. Um, Yeah, like sharing a bathroom, that Mm. sucks. Like that, we figured it out, but like first week of being married, that was a rough, rough part of it um it goes back to my con sharing space. cons cons is like yeah the, like the difficulty of like you communicating and like you you give to another person right so right. like you both need different things so you find like a balance or you both need different things of how you share your life or how you fight or how you want to spend your time what you eat etc right right those are like the the, the little complicated pieces but it's good that you like have a balance of love and pain. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that it would be perfect all the time. That would make no sense. Like, I think, I think, I know, I don't think, I know that it takes a lot of energy to give your time to someone, especially when you love them so much. I just, I just don't know. I just don't know. That's the part I don't know about. Like, is this what I want? Is this worth it? It has to be, right? I don't know. You're going to find out. If it's not, then you'll just stop. Oh, you're so right. That's a key moment right there. No pressure. If it's not worth it, the second you start getting really sick of it, just call it a day. Call it a day. Ugh, 
I just, I don't, it sounds like too much energy. I just cannot. It sounds like a lot of work. That's why I said I don't. It goes back to my other point. I made new routine. I don't want to flip it up. But think about it. Like, it's going to be so much fun falling in love. Like, I can't wait to hear about it because I will live vicariously through. You know what my favorite love movie is? What? What do you think it is? Hmm, I should know this. I'm feeling, is it old or is it like? No. I Well, oh, that's a good Is thought. it pre-2000s is my question. Pre-2000s. Do I know any movies pre-2000s? Oh, my goodness. No. Okay, no, so it's not. It's not pre I'm getting the holiday vibes. I don't know why I want to say that movie and put it out there. The Holiday? Yeah. That's a great movie. It is one of my top favorites. It definitely is. But you probably don't necessarily know this movie. I feel like the second you say it, I'm going to be like, dang it, I knew that. This is going to sound nuts, okay? You're going to be like, what the heck is wrong with you? This is a sad movie. My favorite love story is the movie You Before Me. I've never seen that. Or like Me Before You, whatever that movie is called. Isn't that a book? Yeah, it's a book, and they turned it into a movie, and it's... um, Didn't that come out just like a few years ago, like recently? don't remember how long but i i would watch it in college a lot and in in grad school i'm gonna google it maybe i have seen it it's a movie about two people who go through some extreme challenges because it's under excruciating circumstances but the best part about it what i love so much about this movie is he literally makes a decision to benefit himself so that she won't be trapped isn't that the guy in the wheelchair yes and he hates his life. Yes. Well, because it's, you know, that comes with the challenge is what I meant. But it's like okay. he loves her so much that he tells her to go away so that she's not trapped and stuck. And like you're sitting there the whole time like. That's sad. But, but they, but like she wouldn't be stuck and she loves you and like she wants to be with you. And, and, and then like, you know, you get to the end and she's like walking away and she's happy and she's, she's finding herself and she's letting herself live and love and, and. And discover whatever she wants and nothing's going to stop her. And I'm like, oh, my God, I think this is me in like the last four years. Like <laughs> someone told me to go and I let go and I just like I walked away and I, I found myself and I was like discovering who I am. It's beautiful. Cute. Cute. This is good. Lauren. Do you have any closing thoughts, statements, advice? Yep, I do. Um, next week, get excited because Lauren is about to be in the hot seat. Stay tuned for what that's going to be about. No, honestly, not, I was going to say that's not fair. It's totally fair. Well, it's Dang totally it. fair. It's going to happen. Okay, but my advice is there is no advice. The advice is to live your life and to trust you do yourself you. and believe in yourself and and know that like whatever decisions you're making, you're, you're if you're making them for the right reasons, you're kind. Yeah, make them. You're for not yourself. manipulating. You're not you know overpowering someone. You're not being an abusive relationship. You're going to be fine. You're going to figure it out. You're going to work out and it's going to work out and do whatever makes sense. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. Trust your trusted loved ones. Mm-hmm. Trust that your friends will be there and that they'll support you. And if they're not, again, hello. Hi, how's it going? My name is Emma. I'm on a podcast. Email me your thoughts. It will be anonymous. You do not need to worry about that. <laughs> we, we are friends. Um, okay, but also remember, please like and subscribe to our podcast. We love it when we meet new friends. Our friends are growing and we would love you to be a part of it. Thank you for coming. This has been my touch. Have a nice night. <laughs> Bye, guys. 
Thanks again for listening to The Oakview. You can follow Lauren and Emma on Instagram at The Oakview Podcast, O-A-K-V-I-E-W, or email us at theoakviewpodcast at gmail.com.